Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Education Podcast by me, Rob Matthews Coaching. Now, today's episode is going to be one that I can't believe that I've not actually done um, in the past, as it's something that I speak a lot about, um, whether that's just in my social circle or to specific clients as well. And it's going to be all about how to balance the gym and rugby. Now, as some of you some of you may know um, through my Instagram, but maybe not my body type, I do play rugby and I have done for 10 plus years now. Rugby is one of the most physically demanding and brutal sports there is, and it can have some drastic effects on your body, um, obviously just in terms of actual injury and just the, the feeling and sort of doms that you will get from it. Obviously, this is why the gym is so important in not only progressing in the sport, but your injury prevention side of it. One of the most common problems people face is that they can't balance the two. They're either too sore from the from rugby games uh, or they can't play effectively due to just smashing the gym too hard. So that's why I thought in this week's episode, this week's podcast, I will be breaking down the way to balance the gym and rugby into three main key components, looking at your recovery, looking at your nutrition and looking at your training. And then I'm going to give you a breakdown in how I would personally sort of look at a split um, if this is something that you do at the moment and if this is something that you enjoy, something that you find valuable and you'd like it for other sports, let's say how to balance the gym and running, which is obviously a very common one as well and something that I know a lot about, then we can go into that as well and just let me know. So before that, as we get into it, please make sure you share the podcast, whether that's for your Instagram, whether it's for your friends, whoever it is, let them know about the podcast, let them know that you know, we're getting places and get your notepad and pen ready and let's get straight into it. So the first part we're going to break down today is going to be our training cycle and how we can balance our gym split um, around rugby. So split is obviously dependent on your position and sort of the time of the season. And the main sort of three factors that you want to be looking into is, is it your pre-season, is it your intra, so during season, or is it post-season where you're not quite into... Uh, pre-season where you might be looking to get a wee bit lighter more agility focused uh, and just sort of can start hitting that post rehab work so we'll start off with during the season as obviously that is your main component of the year you'll be more fatigued from increased game time obviously on field training etc etc just everything that you go through during the season so this should mean that your overall gym training should be reduced to allow for adequate recovery and rest so it doesn't you know, seem to be too scientific in that way and you know studies will show this as well from an SNC standpoint that just because you know we might not have as much control or as much data as we'd like obviously if you're in an elite sport you'll have um, data vests everything like that to sort of see your overall running output and how much you're taxing your cardiovascular system but because for majority of views we will not have that data what you want to sort of just do is sort of just reduce reduce your uh, training split um, just because of that and make sure that we can, obviously your main priority during the season is game day. So split wise, there is many scientific databases suggesting a few differences. However, as I always like to say, personal enjoyment does need to be taken into consideration. So for the general athlete and someone looking to really progress, I would advise a full body split, looking at more of an S&C background in Olympic lift uh, split, as we'll talk about in a minute. But if you do come from, say, more of a gym background and the gym was where you started out and then you came into rugby, um, what I've found that, 
you know, an upper and lower split may lead to more enjoyment and obviously you can still make progress with that. But just because of your background, it will lead to you having more fulfillment and still having that love for the gym that obviously got you there in the first place. Your training should be centered and built upon your main compound lifts that mimic sport specific movement, bit of a tongue twister. So that obviously sounds quite like a scientific based statement, but what it means is that your training should be centered and your gym program should be built upon exercises that involve core, you know, big muscles that mimic that, you know, that you're going to do in a game basically is what it's going to do. So, you know, looking at rugby, what we're going to be looking at is your Olympic lifts is what this statement sort of means from a more SNC developed background if you're someone who's been doing it for a while. However, the staples of your bench, squat, deadlift, overhead, military press, all these sort of things, mimicking that sort of power output, strength output and agility output as well um, is what your training should be built upon. In season training, I think this is something that really doesn't get talked about enough, but your goal should be to just maintain your strength with maybe a little bit of progression. But like I said, because of the amount of stuff you're doing on field with that term, increased game time, on field training, doing your extras, you will be more fatigued. So during the season, the gym should take a bit of a back burner and it should be more focused on maintenance, injury prevention and just keeping you to where you need to be. That is something that most people do commonly get wrong and because they try and push so hard on the gym side of things and not able to push in the areas of actual performance on the gym, uh, on the pitch and it just leads to sort of this combination where people have too much fatigue, too much doms and they're not able to perform in either and they just end up going back in everything rather than progressing in one while staying the same at another. Off season then is your time to maximise strength, develop power, etc, etc. Now, looking at sort of just a key point before I give you, like I said, at the end of the podcast, sort of a split that you can look to use. Day before games, I always say in terms of training, should be rest slash active recovery. More decided towards active recovery. However, I know for some people, especially looking at sort of your front five um, in the pack when the forwards should just be focused around rest because, you know, you probably are quite taxed from some heavy training especially in the gym and looking at obviously your on-field training, whether that be scrums, line outs, your central nervous system might be quite taxed. So a bit of a rest, slight active recovery is the main compound. However, we'll move straight into nutrition. And now if you are someone that is playing rugby, you're going to the gym, you need to be fueling effectively and not just bodybuilding bro split nutrition. So Training for two dualities, which just means you have to be focused on nutrition or you will simply burn out. This is the same as, you know, if I say if I do one for the gym and running, gym and any sport, if nutrition is not focused upon when you're focusing on two dualities, just meaning you're focused on two modes of sport, two different variations, you will just burn out. You cannot, you know, outrun a bad diet in that sense. So in it in season you're sort of aiming for your maintenance calories or a slight surplus of 100 to 200 calories on higher output or double training days now you might be wondering why that is and it's just simply so that you can recover adequately and also respond to go again you know it's on an ideal week you might only have one game but it's not unusual to be playing two a week or having just such um let's say a, a big contact session on a tuesday night after a, a gym session in the morning and 
you just sort of need that slight surplus just in case you know you might not be able to wear a tracker so you're not able to be aware of sort of the output that you've actually given so if you aim for maintenance and then having a, a slight surplus of 100 to 200 on these bigger days you're going to be sure that your body is ready and raring to go again and that comes with carbs are your best friend you're training a lot and you need energy you know like say if you're sort of mimicking the bodybuilding split um, and bodybuilding nutrition you may lower your carb um, intake and focus obviously on having such a extreme high protein intake whereas you don't actually need um, as much protein as we're going to move on to in the next sort of part is that for protein I would suggest 1.6 to 2.0 grams not the 2.2 that you most commonly hear and um, that people will aim for just because I think you need that extra 0.2 um, per kilo of body weight to maximize your energy expenditure and maximize the energy that you can give out to training sessions i mean fueling effectively especially you know upon game day for your carb load so like i said protein 1.6 to 2.0 grams per kilo of body weight if that's a bit confusing i'll explain it in a simple way i'm 72 kilos right now i'm shooting for anywhere between 115 to 144 grams of protein per day on these higher output days like we say double training days i want to be hitting as close to or yeah just as, as close to 144 grams as possible just to make sure i can recover the most let's say i've got a really busy day where i'm not um outside of training where i'm not able to get as much protein in the minimum i want to be hitting is 115 just to ensure that i can go again the next day recovery from protein obviously to ensure we're developing and holding that muscle to ensure gym progress is still essential but just outside of that like we said just to recover is the main sort of feature that we're looking to gain from that protein in terms of game day nutrition this is a science i believe i've nailed and definitely have a lot of experience so instead of giving you everything this is one that i will save for just my clients unfortunately and my own teammates obviously in terms of meal timings carb loading etc depending on the kickoff time whether that's an early kickoff at say 10 whether it's a one two three all the way to a half seven kickoff these are things that obviously can really be that one percent difference um, and really get you feeling like you're smashing the game day or whether you're just sort of holding back and not able to perform effectively so that is something that we also cover um, within my coaching program. So, you know, every if you're thinking that it is just something for the gym, it's really not. And there's everything that you could possibly need to make you the best athlete within that as well. So next, we're looking at the third factor, and that's recovery. So obviously, it's probably the most overlooked factor in terms of if you are, once again, doing a duality of sports where, you know, most people can't do both or they can't balance both and it's because they're not looking at the recovery so what are the essentials and what are the optimizers this is the sort of two ways that i've looked at this so essentials and this is the thing recovery is the most basic thing to understand but it is the most overlooked so people do not do it essentials warm up and cool down effectively we all know people that you know you may get a warm-up because you're in a team setting but you've not actually activated the things that you struggle with the most let's say you have tight hamstrings but you just do the warm-up with your team where there's only one exercise to actually get them firing it probably won't be enough and you'll probably be most likely to suffer an injury which will then hinder you in the gym as well so warming up effectively making sure that you take your own five to ten minutes and um, before the team warm-up in a team sport and just making sure that you're progressing that warm-up effectively in your weak areas and targeting those weak areas in your gym program as well cooling down effectively 
I think this is one of the biggest problems. Um, even myself that I forget to do quite often is that post game day you will just simply you know get back into the changing room celebrate the win whatnot get showered get changed and next thing you know you've not even done a single stretch at all after just being at your peak performance for 80 minutes so making sure that you take you know whether it's after your changing room celebrations going back out onto the pitch just doing five minutes of running a bit of shuttles at a lower tempo just getting the body getting the heart rate to calm down getting the central nervous system down and just giving a couple of stretches can really make sure that you know our body is just able to reduce the impact that you've just given it get blood flow to the right areas and just effectively get our body to be prepared to go again in two days time seven to nine hours sleep you know we've spoken about sleep enough on this podcast um, and if you are a client you will have enough data on how to maximize and how to go for that um, total of seven to nine hours sleep but if you're someone that's doing a duality sleep is something that you can't overlook you need to be getting seven to nine hours ideally up to that threshold of nine hours if you can food as we've spoken about is obviously essential looking at your protein and looking at your carb sources now we'll move on to the optimizers so these are literally just one percenters that a lot of them might just have um psychological boost but we, there is obviously studies to suggest that these are the one percenters that can take us to the next level. So a stretch routine, like we say, that can just be every day or on these days where you've sort of just done, say, the day after a double session and you might have a bit more time. Having a 10-minute stretch routine that just targets, you know, sort of core core muscles, your weaker muscles that maybe tend to pull. So let's say in rugby, that might be your hamstrings um, just because if you're in a kicking slot or if you're in a more power position, if your quads sort of feel weak, or you've got a bit of a back um, central central, and yeah just finding you know what will work for you taking 10 minutes to just have a sort of full body stretch targeting your weaker areas this can be a little optimizer that will keep you going I've then got ice bath cold showers obviously just sort of as a slash nothing that's going to groundbreak and nothing that's going to you know maximize you by 20% but if you've got these pains, if you've got these aches, if you can sort of do this, especially the day after, um, probably on a Sunday, if you play on a Saturday, these things will really just sort of maximise and help that recovery kickstarting process. So that's the sort of general overview as we've split into the three sections there of training, nutrition and recovery. How does this all come together? Because that's a big problem for a lot of people. They have the sort of context, but they don't know how it looks on a weekly basis. So that's simply what I've done is just put down now. Um, a little split for the week and how that looks overall so this is what I would do looking at someone who's coming from a bodybuilding background and is now moving into rugby while trying to manage both and still make progress in both Monday you'd have your lower session one which involves your main compounds your main strength work your squats etc etc Tuesday you're looking at your first upper body session with a rugby session in the evening um, as obviously most rugby clubs do tend to do a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So upper session in the morning, rugby training at night. On Wednesday, you're going to have your second lower body session of the week. This is, however, going to be lower volume. It's going to be more plyometric and it's going to be more agility based. So looking at your output, how we can move your body quickly and efficiently rather than say on your Monday, your strength work, just because we're getting closer to game day, we don't want to be taxing the central nervous system and we don't want to be putting too much pressure through your legs that you can't recover in time. Thursday, you're going to have your second upper body session of the week alongside your rugby session in the evening as we've just spoke about. 
Friday is your off day slash active recovery. Obviously, the day before a game day, as we happened to mention earlier, we want to be focusing on these optimizers, getting a little stretch in, getting your cold shower in the morning, making sure that we're getting enough sleep, making sure that our food is on point, and just getting everything ready in terms of our visualization and our mental preparation for a game day as well. So, Saturday, you've got your game day, nothing else, obviously, as you want to be maximally prepared. Um, it might be that you throw in another little stretch in the morning, but that is completely up to you and preference and how you sort of handle your pre-match nerves. Then moving on to Sunday is a complete rest and recovery day, which, like I say, that would be your ideal day to get your ice bath, your cold showers, a little stretch, but nothing too strenuous as you just want the body to rest and actually allow it to sort of get back to that original state to be prepared for the following week. So yeah a very in-depth very science-based podcast for you there but one that i think i can't believe it took us um over 60 episodes to get into is it's something obviously i've done for 10 years now and uh, science that i think i've really nailed from looking at the data and also personal experiences and trying it with teammates etc so hopefully you find this useful hopefully this is one that you can come back to time and time again if you sort of fall out of a routine and not sure how to get back to performing the way that you want to and if you do want more detail let's say about say game day nutrition that is where the coaching takes place so if you are looking to step up your game looking to balance um, and become more of a hybrid athlete then do get in contact with me message me through my instagram inquire through the links in the bio as always and we will take you to that level and take you to the best version of yourself but yeah a really good episode i hope you have enjoyed like i said make sure to share it with a friend and i'll catch you again next week with another episode